Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Zig Sauer Studios, on the Fort Worth Armory, Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 Uh, here we go. Hour two, hour one is in the rearview mirror. Welcome inside on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, depending on when you're getting the program on your great station that carries the show. Could even be Friday night. In some cases, it's Saturday morning. Armed American Radio is airing somewhere all the time, and we love that. Six Hour Studios lit up. Fort Worth Armory mic on fire for you. Mark Walters behind the mic, filling your prescription for freedom. It's all be- freedom. It's all being brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. You know the routine. Tell people where they can watch the show in high definition if they're not driving. Yeah, sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the top of that website, you'll see all the links to do all the things: the watch live option, the listen live option. If you are driving. Uh, we've also got the podcast link, uh, so you can catch up on any of the broadcasts that we have done lately uh, right there, whether it's the Sunday MonsterCast or the Daily Defense Show. We've also got a shop link if you want to support the show and uh, pick you something nice up over there. And lastly, we've you can head over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That'll get you in. So I got kind of a funny for you. Yesterday, if you might remember, I had a fly in the studio. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> And I have that floater in my left eye, which has not been that bad today, by the way. And maybe it's just the mind over matter thing, right? I think sure. it goes away and it goes away. But yesterday, I couldn't tell. Was it the floater or was it the fly? And the thing finally landed on the microphone while I was live on the air yesterday. I chased him down yesterday. I guess it's a him. You know, I don't know what pronouns flies use. But uh, I chased him down yesterday and I couldn't find him. I couldn't kill him. He, he, he outsmarted me yesterday. Oh, I was hoping his pronouns were now was and were. Well, that's true, but here's what happened. This this little shyster was pretty tough. I found him today when I got back from my guitar lesson. And I was back in here working. I took that hour break during the day. And, you know, jamming on that Les Paul, having lots of fun. And the I saw him. So I gave chase. So here's what I figured. Because, you know, I went to college. I figured this out. Turn the lights off in the studio, and he's going to go to the window, right? Uh, yeah. Boom, he did. So I gave him a good whack with the Daniel Defense notepad. All right. He bounced off the windowsill and landed on the flag that's folded up, a come-and-take-it flag that's folded up, because I now have a Betsy Ross American flag out in front of the studio. And I looked down at him, and I just laughed at him. Ha, ha, ha. You got him with the Daniel Defense assault pad. The assault pad went to work, popped him, and he was in. I come back into the studio about 45 minutes later after grabbing a bite to eat, and that fly is nowhere to be found on the flag. Oh, well, he came back to life. He did. So I shut the lights off, and there he was, back on the window again. So this time I popped him really good. 
Make sure you left a mark. Sure he, I left a mark. And let me put it this way. That's going to leave a mark, and I'm sure it wasn't a very comfortable because I, I cut him in half. Yeah. So now, and I haven't seen a fly in here anymore, and I'm not seeing floaters. So there you go. That's kind of a funny story. All right. There he is. He's dead. All right. We're going to go back to Texas. Texas. All right. For a minute. And why? Because of the story I told yesterday uh, that happened to me with the drunk biker. Remember that? Yep. If you're new to the show or you're just joining us or missed yesterday's show, I told a story about an incident that happened to me. I'll just give you a very brief synopsis. But a uh, drunk motorcyclist on a big old beautiful Harley came flying through an intersection towards me two days ago and ran a red light. And I almost killed him. Let's say he almost killed himself. Fortunately for him, I was paying attention. He likely would have killed me because he was moving at at least 45 to 50 miles an hour. And he would have hit me in the side of that low-profile car and probably likely to come through my window as well. So fortunately for both of us, it didn't happen. I followed the guy, and it, I knew it wasn't going to be but for a couple minutes. And I know that the direction I was going, I was going to see a cop. So I didn't call law enforcement right away because I would have called the non-emergency number. And by the time I got through to somebody, it was likely going to be over. So I followed the guy, hoped he would pull into the QT or something like that. There's always a cop over there, that kind of deal. When he wound up realizing I was behind him and uh, tried to go around a little cul-de-sac-like type thing in the middle of the road, and I blocked him in. It wasn't an intentional blocking. It was because of the way I had to pull around. I had to do a three-point turn. He couldn't get around me. So I took that opportunity. I disarmed myself intentionally and got out of the car and confronted him. And uh, he was so hammered, the guy's head, he couldn't even keep his head straight. He was wobbling all over the place. Nonetheless, the conversation yesterday, and I asked you as listeners, should I have done that? I eventually called law enforcement. The whole thing was over in two and a half minutes. And I called law enforcement. Hopefully they got this clown off the roads. Doubtful, but hopefully they did. So that's the story I told yesterday. And I got great honest answers back. From those of you who are participating in the chat, you shouldn't have confronted him. And and I even said yesterday, I would not recommend that. I likely wouldn't do it again. And in hindsight, I probably should have just called law enforcement and said, hey, I'm behind the guy. Here's where he's at. Okay, and just given him a blow by blow until they could have gotten there. That's what should have happened. But we both went home. He's lucky to be alive. So today at about two thirty Eastern time, Greg, a story pops up out of Texas. And it's likely you haven't seen this yet. Uh, Is this a Fox piece? I guess this is a Fox News piece. Suspected Texas vehicle thief dies in shootout with vehicle owner who tracked him down. And I thought, "Uh oh, this is, you know, did I track the biker down? No, I followed him, wasn't chasing him, was no high speed thing. I was just behind a guy keeping an eye on him when he got himself boxed in behind my car and I took the opportunity to confront him and tell him how stupid he was. In this case, this was in San Antonio. Now, mm. I know a lot of we have a lot of listeners in San Antonio. And South Park Mall is where this was. And I actually believe I've been to South Park Mall before. But the police chief's name is William McManus. And when he was talking with reporters, he said that the shooting happened Outside the mall. So it was, I think, in a parking lot. All right. And just two minutes after 
law enforcement got a call about the car theft. So what happened was you had the owner of the vehicle. According, well, here's what it, the, the owner of the vehicle had his car stolen and tracked it. Now, in today's day and age, it's real simple to do. You can track it with GPS in the vehicle. You got OnStar, any of that kind of stuff, right? Maybe Apple Air, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not hard to do in today's day and age. So he was able to track the vehicle down, and he and someone that he was with tracked him down to the mall's parking lot. They found the car. There were two individuals, a male and a female, inside the car, his car. The owner of the vehicle gets the driver and the passenger out of the car at gunpoint. Now, let's stop there briefly. Would you have expected any less in Texas? No. Right. Now, let's juxtapose that to what we were talking about in the previous hour in California, where you had the nude woman on the highway shooting at people. And nobody pulled a gun on her. Nobody took her out. Nobody ran her over and turned her into part of their grill. All of which would have been acceptable when she was firing at people on the road. That's a life or death situation. But in California, that didn't happen. It likely would have unfolded differently, as I said in the previous hour, if it were Georgia or or Texas, for example. Right. She probably wouldn't have survived that in one of those two states. Somebody likely would have taken her out. Well, the suspect in the stolen car. How much time do I have, Greg? Less than a minute. Um, You got a little about a minute 20. Okay, so I'll continue with this and we'll do some analysis on fascinating stuff. The suspect who stole the car, the thief, the driver had him out at gunpoint and seated by the rear wheel up against the side of the car. So there's your theater of the mind. You can visualize this. At some point, the person who stole the vehicle, the criminal, who was being held at gunpoint, was able to produce a weapon from his waistband and fired a shot at the vehicle owner who was holding him at gunpoint. The vehicle owner then returned fire, and I'll quote what the chief said, leaving him deceased in the parking lot. That's according (laughs) to San Antonio Police Chief McManus. Uh, I mean, you can hear the cop at the... There you go, big golf clap. That's a happy ending story, ladies and gentlemen. So you can hear the Texas police chief. You, and if, again, if you think about this being San Francisco, you would never hear this come from a San Francisco police chief, right? You wouldn't think, anyway, in such an anti-gun place. But you, you, what you would hear is a lecture, right, from the police chief. Never take a law in your own hands. Just call us. We'll handle it. Uh, except you're not there and you're not going to handle it. And on and on and on. When we come back, we'll continue because the way this is worded at Fox is incredibly disturbing. And I'm going to walk you through it. I want you to tell me if I'm misreading it. We'll be right back. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
long-awaited six-hour P365 Chamberton 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Ah, freedom, passion, and precision. Welcome back in, guys, on a Friday. We're having some fun today, kind of playing loose with the topics. 
and looking at these things maybe a little bit differently than we would, oh, I don't know, on a Sunday or a Monday, because it's fun to do on a Friday. So we're talking about uh, here in the six hour studios, this stolen car in Texas, the owner of the vehicle tracks the car down. Now, again, Greg in Dallas, in today's day and age, it's likely like an AirTag or yeah, something. You know, a GPS or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, it's easy to do in today's day and age. And uh, if, you, if you have like OnStar, they can shut the vehicle down, that yep. kind of stuff. But this guy probably had a personal thing in there and was able to track it. He gets the guy, the driver, out of his car. The driver out of his car. Think about this. This just angers you, doesn't it? And he holds him at gunpoint. So we made the comparison about Texas and California that, you know, is somebody at California going to do that? Likely not. It, they could. You know, you get the, the, you know, there's concealed carry permit holders out in California. It's, it's likely. But it, people are so afraid of what's going to happen to them out there yeah. that you're not likely going to track your vehicle down and hold the people at gunpoint, then call the police. That's likely not going to happen in California. And depending on who the D.A. is, like an Alvin Bragg in, in New York, you know, you're looking at. Jail. Mm-hmm. Now, the police chief in San Antonio, McManus, said that the vehicle owner returned fire because as he had the driver sitting at the rear tire of his of his car at gunpoint, when the thief was able to produce a firearm from his waistband and got a shot off and hit the truck owner, the vehicle owner returned fire. And according to McManus, the San Antonio police chief. Now, again, this is not a sheriff. This is a police chief. And in big cities. You tend to think of police chiefs as more liberal, right? A lot of times, yeah. Not in Texas, okay? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not in San Antonio, right? They know a little bit about it. Uh, the vehicle owner returned fire, striking the alleged thief and leaving him, according to the police chief, deceased in the parking lot. No, mom, he will not be home for dinner, and uh, that's it. No. So moving on. He ain't coming home, and AWR knows that. The female passenger with the thief was also struck by gunfire. And is in critical condition at a local hospital in San Antonio. And too bad for her. She knew she was in a stolen vehicle. I have no sympathy for these people at all. Greg, let's go there. Do you have any sympathy for these people? Greg in Dallas, Texas, running the boards with all the cool bells and whistles and buttons and switches and stuff? No, she knew who she was hanging out with. She was likely with the cat when the truck was stolen. Yeah. If not, she knew he didn't have the car. Wasn't his. Ooh, let's go for a joyride in a stolen vehicle. Mm -hmm. Let's be criminals today. Let's be criminals. Let's criminal it up today. No sympathy for these people. None. So the driver. And here's where this gets interesting, because, as I mentioned, the Fox News report on this is disturbing. And I want you to tell me if I'm misreading this. The female passenger with the alleged thief also was struck by gunfire and is in critical condition at a local hospital. The driver, meanwhile, is reported to be in stable condition and has received medical treatment as well. The driver. Okay, well, that means the owner of the vehicle because he was shot by the thief, right? Yeah, that's a little confusing. That's not really articulated very well. No. You kind of had to read it. I read that and I did a double take and I went, wait a minute. So I had to float back up and start from the top and go, wait, did I miss something in here? And that happens sometimes. The identities of those involved were not immediately released by police. Then it gets worse. He was trying to recover his property. Now, this this is the better part. This is the police chief. He was trying to recover his property, McManus said, Mm -hmm. describing the vehicle as a Ford truck. I guess it would depend on who you ask whether he did the right thing or not. 
And this reminded me of my conversation yesterday. Did I do the right thing or not, right? Yep. Depends on who you ask. So a man that was identified by KENS5 TV, I'm sure, as being the brother of the victim, told that station there are two sides to every story. Whether my brother was right or wrong, he had a gun pointed at him. I guess he took it upon himself to defend himself. The guy who shot him is a vigilante, not a hero. So, Uh whoa, let's back up here. A man identified by Ken's five as being the brother of the victim. The victim is the owner of the vehicle who was shot by the criminal that was being held at gunpoint. Am I missing something? Uh, They have completely twisted this upside down. What you're missing is a ticket to upside down world, and that's where we're living right now. I'm putting your Josie Wales picture back up. If you're watching Greg on TV, we're going to leave that up for a minute because it's just so befitting because you're in Texas. Yeah. A man identified by Ken's five as being the brother of the victim. Now, when I read that, I'm thinking the brother of the guy who had his truck stolen. Yep. Because the cop just said, I guess it would depend on who you ask whether he did the right thing or not. Yep. A man identified as being the brother of the victim told the station there are two sides to every story. Whether my brother was right or wrong, he had a gun pointed at him. I guess he took it upon himself to defend himself. The guy who shot him is a vigilante, not a hero. A vehicle is not worth taking someone's life. I don't care what kind of car it is. You don't take the law into your own hands. Now my mom, my family, we all have to suffer and just deal with it. (laughs) So it becomes very clear at that point that we are talking about, the individual talking, is the brother of the thief. Yep. Not the actual victim. Guys, let me make this clear. The criminal who stole the vehicle and got shot to death and left deceased on the road in the parking lot is not the victim. Nope. The victim is the individual who tracked his car down, who was a victim of a car theft. Mm -hmm. Who was then a victim of a criminal firing a gun at him. Mm -hmm. He is two times the victim. And Fox News reports this as the victim being the dead criminal. Now, let's go back and break down his statement, the brothers. Whether my brother was right or wrong, he had a gun pointed at him. Your brother was wrong. Mm -hmm. And your brother had a gun pointed at him because he's a thief in Texas. Mm -hmm. What does A.W.R. Hawkins remind us? If you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. That is correct. Look, if you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. It's a bad state to be dumb in. Bears it out. Whether my brother was right or wrong, he had a gun pointed at him. I guess he took it upon himself to defend himself. So I'm a criminal. I stole a vehicle. I have a gun. Somebody's got to jump on me. I'm now sitting against the vehicle with a gun pointed at me. Somebody distracts the guy. I'm able to pull my gun. Am I defending myself? Because I'm a criminal and I have a gun pointed at me? Is the car thief able to claim he's defending himself when the actual victim whose car was stolen is holding him, rightfully so, under Texas law? Who's the victim? When I see reporting like that, oh, it just burns me up. It burns me up. Who's the author? Greg Norman. 
<laughs> golfer guy. Yeah, I was going to say, shouldn't he be <clears> on the Maybe it team is call? the golfer guy. That's why he screwed this all up. Hey, is Greg Norman the golfer available? See if he'll write a column about this Texas story for us. <laughs> I mean, that's about what they might as well have done because that's, you know, this guy, Greg Norman, really needs to get it together here. This is misleading. And oh boy, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we'll talk about whether or not it was a smart thing to do. Interesting conversation. We'll be right back after this break. Note to mom, he will not be home for dinner, and uh, that's it. So, moving on. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. 
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back to the show. Uh, hours flying right by, guys. It's a fun Friday. I enjoy conversations on Fridays when we hop all over the place, particularly when we've got some fun stuff like this to talk about. Uh, Six-hour studio lit up for you. It's all brought to you by X-Insurance. We're on the Fort Worth Armory. Mike? Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. Please donate over at CrimeResearch.org. Pick up some Defender coffee. Make sure to visit Sig Sauer. If you don't have one, you probably do. But, uh, boy, check out the Sig P365s and the 365 macros. They're selling like crazy. If you're listening to the spots during the breaks, you hear the 380, the 365, 380. I'm going to be up at Sig on, uh, well, I'll be up there Monday, but I'll be in the uh, facility on Tuesday for a walkthrough and then broadcasting this show Wednesday from Sig Sauer. So it's going to be an awful lot of fun. Make sure to check out all of our partners, please. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com, North American Arms, and all the rest, car arms, etc. I'll go back to this Texas story. Now, Greg, I'm actually uh, having a live text exchange here with AWR Hawkins at Breitbart News, and he is informing me that this story is actually about a month old. Okay. Now, I'm looking at the date on this story right now, and it was reported by Fox on July 28th. Which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but let me check the watch. Yep, 28th. Let me check the computer. 28th. Yep, I'm looking at the computer, um, too. Yeah, it says, uh, he just tells me it happened in May, and it appears to have happened again yesterday. Okay, so this is a different story. All right, so there we go. You know, that happens in Texas a lot. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so he did just confirm for me that that is a different story. Now, it really doesn't matter for our purposes here, because to me, this is evergreen stuff. We can talk about these kinds of things whenever we want. It's not time sensitive, right? But there's a lot going on here in this, because I want to talk with you, particularly after my conversation with with you yesterday about my incident that did not escalate to anywhere near this. And it wouldn't have because I did have the upper hand and my boy was too drunk. I'd have just knocked the bike over on him and he'd have hit his head and been out until the cops came. But um, in this case, let's talk about. First off, we were talking about how it was written. Very confusing. The suspect in a stolen vehicle was seated there. The vehicle owner returned fire. He was trying to recover his property. This is what the chief said, McManus. I guess it would depend on who you ask whether he did the right thing or not. So let's talk about that. Did the vehicle owner 
do the right thing. Now, here's where the question gets bigger. Just because you can do something, should you? Let's keep that in mind. Greg, speaking on behalf of listeners, because I can talk with you and you have the mic. Did he do the right thing by giving literally tracking down that vehicle and then confronting that individual, those individuals with his own firearm? Did he do the right thing or not? Let's put your Josie Wales picture back up while you answer that. I tell you what, it's a tough scenario because I can guarantee you law enforcement would not have found that vehicle. It would have been gone unless it would have been torched on the side of the highway. And either way, the guy is out of vehicle at that point. Uh, I don't think insurance would have covered much. I don't know what the vehicle was. I don't know the year, make, model, that kind of thing. Um, but I, it is a tough well, scenario. Well, it did say Ford truck. So it's we, we could probably surmise it was likely like an F-150 or something like it's, that, although Ford makes other trucks. But that's their number one seller. It likely could have been, particularly because it's Texas as well. Very popular. One of the most stolen vehicles in the nation is the Ford F-150. Um, so, man, I tell you what. I'd be upset if someone stole my uh, my vehicle, and it's a Ford, and, uh, I mean, it's nothing newer to write home about, but I enjoy it, and I like the vehicle, and uh, I would want my property back. I've invested in it. If I call law enforcement and make a report of a stolen vehicle, and I tell them I've got a tracking device on it, they're much likely not going to care too much, because I've been in a scenario where... Uh, property has been stolen and we tracked down the property to a location and Dallas Police Department basically said we'll be there in two hours. Yeah, see, here's where this gets interesting because I'll tell you what I would have done. And I I absolutely would have done this if I had a tracking device in my car. Let's just say somebody stole the AAR vet. Well, it's, it's, it's highly recognizable because of the logos on it and everything else, right? I can't, it's not like somebody you, you can't see the thing coming more so than just another car that didn't have all the stuff on it right yep but nonetheless if it were stolen and i had a tracking device in it which i do i would have done the same thing particularly if i could see it on the map on my phone there it is it's five miles down the road at the mall i'm going and my little geiger counter as i get closer there's my truck right yep, yep. At which point, I'll tell you exactly what I would have done. I would have called the cops and said, I am sitting here looking at my truck right here. There's two people in it. It's been stolen. I'm right here. I would not have gotten out of the car and confronted them at gunpoint. Now, that's where it goes into just because I could. Could I have? Yes, I could have. And under Texas law, you can, too. Mm-hmm. In fact, Texas is very lenient with using force to defend property. Far more so than most other states. Remember, Texas sees itself as an independent nation, right? Yes, we Lone do. Star Beer, the national beer of Texas. Greatest state in the, in the world. Greatest Sounds, nation in the world. You know, Texans look at this, as, and this permeates all the way through law enforcement for many, many, many years in Texas. And, you know, we all know the saying, right? Don't mess with Texas. Well, San Antonio's home to the Alamo. Mm-hmm. All right? Texans are going to defend their stuff, Period. In fact, the picture that accompanies this story is the Alamo. Now, I went to the Alamo not long after I saw Pee Wee Herman's movie, and I was asking if I could get into the basement just like Pee Wee Herman did. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The Alamo is uh, surprisingly small. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, you, you think you have this big, grandiose uh, idea of 
what the Alamo would be due to the legends. I'm not quite as grandiose. <laughs> I knew as you. you were gonna. I knew that was coming up. In fact, I was gonna say that I, I'm not quite as grandiose as you. I'm glad you played that. And no, uh, you're right about that. Yeah, when you get there, you're you're underwhelmed a little bit, but there's a lot going on around uh, the Alamo in San Antonio, and yeah, we're very particular about our property in this state. And so are not just the law, but so are Texans. Real quick, fun story about the Alamo, because it's Friday and we can do that. The first time I went to San Antonio a number of years ago, the guy who picked me up said, we have you know, plenty of time today. We don't have to get to work until tomorrow. Is there anything you want to see? I said, are we were at the baggage claim. Yeah. I said, yeah, I want to go see the Alamo. And tons <laughs> of people just dropped their bags and started clapping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really did happen. It really was like the Pee Wee Herman movie where they turn around and start singing the song about the Alamo. Right? <laughs> people started clapping. I mean, they take this very serious down. Yeah. There. We're very proud of the Alamo over here. And you know that San Antonio residents are very proud of the Alamo as they should be. But Again, we go back to this is did he do the right thing under Texas law? He had every right to do what he did. But does that make it the smart move? This guy's shot. Hospitalized with a gunshot wound. He's lucky to be alive. Okay, why and how was the thief able to get the drop on him? Like when I confronted the guy the other day, it was not anywhere near a situation like this whatsoever. And it wasn't planned. Okay. However, and I disarmed myself, but I, this guy couldn't have got the drop on me because of the way he, where he was and how he was positioned. Two different scenarios. Two different scenarios. Completely different scenarios. In this case, I wonder if you're holding somebody at gunpoint, which I have done. Let me tell you, you don't take your eyes off that individual. Yeah. And you watch his hands, watch his hands, watch his hands, not his eyes. You watch their hands for movement. So to be able to produce a gun out of a waistband in a seated position outside that vehicle while being held at gunpoint leads me to believe that the guy might have been distracted very briefly for the criminal to be able to feel that he had an opportunity to draw his firearm. Now, the nonsense from the criminal's brother about, you know, defending himself because he was being held at gunpoint. And he's a vigilante. He was a criminal being a criminal. Mm-hmm. And he saw an opportunity to escalate his criminality, and he took it, and it cost him his life. Good. Too bad for him. No sympathy from this radio host whatsoever. Why? Because when you attempt to deprive another human being of their right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, you lose your right to all three of the above instantly. End of discussion. You get no sympathy from me whatsoever. The fact that that criminal is dead is a happy ending story in my book. He brought it on himself, period. That does not have anything to do. I am not celebrating his death at all. Can still pray for his soul, but he earned it. He got it because he put himself there. We'll be back to wrap up the conversation. One more segment. Don't go away. Police show up with a yellow sack and a toe tag, and we've got another one bites the dust. That's how it rolls. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Ah, back to the show indeed. One final segment. Boy, these two hours have just ripped right by. Have just ripped, ripped, ripped right by. 
And uh, I got a people, a couple people in there suggested Lenslinger's whiskey after the show today. Guys, I'm out. I gotta have to make a run. But uh, that does sound like a good like a good idea. Okay, Greg. All right. We have one more segment left, and it's a short one here in the Six Hour Studios today for a Friday. And the the big question here is, you know. Should you have done what he did? Should this driver have done what he did? And I closed out that previous segment showing absolutely zero sympathy whatsoever for the criminal. I couldn't care less about him. Yep. And if his brother is worried about anything, he needs to be worried about his brother's actions causing what happened to his brother. Correct. Okay. The guy who retrieved his property lawfully under Texas law and fired and killed his brother lawfully under Texas law is not a vigilante. He is a crime victim that the laws of Texas allow him to do what he did. But does that make it the smart thing? Look, I don't, I want you to, again, there's some theater of the mind here, guys. You got your wife in the car with you. You want your wife to see you get shot on the side of the road? He's lucky his wife didn't see him get shot and killed and dead before he hit the ground at a full thud force of 200 pounds plus hitting the pavement. It's not something you want, not to mention maybe the gun then being turned on her. Why would you leave a living witness at that point, right, Greg? Correct. Okay, these things go south quickly. And when I mean quickly, I mean in the blink of an eye. So here's the interesting uh, uh, twist. I I went and um, uh, Googled the definition of vigilante. And it brings up a member of a self-appointed group of citizens who undertake law enforcement in their Mm -hmm. community without legal authority, typically because the legal agencies are thought to be inadequate. Yeah, vigilante is a structured thing. It's it's an organized posse, basically, or one individual that decides to do that. But generally, when you speak, you know, vigilantes, you 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 think of a group of people that are that are literally taking law into their own hands. Right? Yep, and and this is an instance where he he had the legal authority to do it. This uh, vigilanteism is where they do not have legal authority. Correct. And when you think of vigilanteism, you also think, you know, in terms of lynch mobs. Yeah. Okay? There's a big difference between a guy what we're talking about here and a vigilante group. There was a or lot an of individual that's taking the law that intentionally going out there over and above law enforcement to right wrongs out that he sees or she sees as a wrong on the street. There was a lot of vigilantes in the summer of 2020 out on the street. Yes, a whole different radio show. So, again, I, I you know, this is a public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen. It's Armed American Radio. If you're carrying a firearm for self-defense, these are things you need to be thinking about. Like yesterday, I, I disarmed myself for a reason. In this case... Guy got out of his car, armed, and held him at gunpoint. It didn't turn out well for him. He's got his truck back. He's also shot in front of likely his wife. You know, we don't this have. It's not something that you want happening in your in your life. Go ahead, Greg. I just want to say we don't have a lot of details, or at least you didn't convey a lot of them from the article. Uh, maybe the guy in the car was still in the car when he was approached and had the gun already in his hand or his lap. Uh, or in a hand next to the door where the guy couldn't quite see him. Yeah, that's possible, but he had him outside the vehicle. Oh, he did have him outside the vehicle? Yeah, and it says he produced the gun from a waistband. So, oh, okay. Somehow I must when, have missed you reading that. When you have, and I say this because I've done this, I've held two people at gunpoint before. 
And boy, I'll tell you what, you go into hyper mode. Yeah. Okay. You, you have ton, it's all true. Your vision changes. Time slows down. It is really incredible what happens. What happened to me seemed like a, a half a day. And it was 45 seconds at, at, the, at best. At least the incident when I drew my firearm. That was probably 45 seconds. If that, maybe 30. But boy, I'll tell you, it seems like a lifetime. And I remember um, covering a story, uh, an interview with a guy, because I wrote about him in one of my books, that held four thieves, home invaders, at gunpoint for 20 minutes in Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Until cops got there. And let me tell you something. He told me the same thing that I realized. Boy, that gun gets heavy in your hands mm. after that time because of the stress that you're in. You don't, even, you don't even realize how much stress you're under. Probably felt like three hours holding those people that yes. long. In fact, he said that. In fact, I think he may have said, if we were to go back and pull the tape, I think he said it felt like three hours, <laughs> honestly. Um, and it does. Like with me, it felt like a long time. You know, but you're, I remember watching his hands. I remember training that I had taken. Watch his hands. I did that yesterday. I was watching the guy's hands. If he had made a move, the bike was going over right on top of him. Okay? In this particular case, I, me personally, I can tell you right now unequivocally what I would have done. I've got my car. It's located. It's in the parking lot. I mean, you could be parked right next to it. The guy doesn't know you're the one that owns the car, right? Correct, correct. And just on the phone. You're just a guy on the phone. Yeah, I'm sitting right next to it. Uh, he's got a name tag on. He's wearing a work shirt. He's, you know, five foot eight, whatever it is. Female you passenger. You give a description. Female passenger. She's wearing blank. They're in my car. It's a white F-150. 2019. I'm sitting in the fourth slot over. I mean, you can give all of these amazing details. You don't need to get out of the car with that firearm at that moment in time. And when you're in that situation, you let the cops know, I am armed. If he takes off, I'm giving chase. Oh, boy, I'll tell you, cops are going to be there like that. Particularly in San Antonio. Would they be in New York? Would they be in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Seattle, any big liberal city? No. You on your own. But in San Antonio, it's a little bit different ballgame. In Texas, it's a little bit different ballgame, right? I think that depends on the city you're in. Yeah, maybe. We might get a different response in Austin, obviously, because Dallas, Houston, maybe Dallas and Houston, the response time might not be as great. But nonetheless, you're going to have law enforcement there for the most part, particularly in a place like San Antonio, pretty darn quick. Cops were there within two minutes of getting the call. And all of this went down within that two minute period. Mm -hmm. All right. No sympathy for the dead criminal at all. No sympathy for his accomplice that was also shot. Couldn't care less. Don't care. But the actual victim, unlike Greg Norman wrote about at Fox, who claimed the, the criminals as the victim based on the way I read that to you. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot going on with this. You know, these are things that you have to think about if you carry a firearm, ladies and gentlemen, because these things can happen very quickly. Just like yesterday with me, I was going to the P.O. box, sitting at a traffic light, cranking them dirty roses. A tune called Fix You. Find it on Apple. Crank it up. You'll thank me later. Great tune. Great band. Going to see him in Scottsdale on uh, August 25th on Friday night, too, by the way. And within a split second, I'm behind a bike. And two minutes later, I'm confronting a guy on the side of the road who almost killed me and himself. This is how fast these things happen. If you carry a firearm, and I was, I disarmed myself because I made the decision to confront him outside the vehicle. That's why I disarmed myself. And some people would say you should never have done that. Well, yeah, I feel I should have. I knew that this guy wasn't going to be a threat. Okay. But nonetheless, 
Um, you know, we make decisions in the blink of an eye. Sometimes they're not the right decisions. Sometimes we think back in hindsight. Would I do over again what I did a couple days ago? Likely no. I would have just called cops and just hung on to it instead of doing it. It just unfolded so quickly, and that's what happened in the moment. And in this moment, guy got a struck back. He wins the day. He also got shot. These are things you need to think about. Keep these things in mind. And really, the end-all, do-all here at the end of the day, make sure you are trained. Make sure you have these scenarios going through your mind. Make sure you understand this can happen to you. Situational awareness. Put yourself in your mind's eye in these positions and think about how you would handle them. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense has come to a close on Friday. The Monster Cast comes up on Sunday. And then I leave for SIG on Monday, where I will be live on Wednesday. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you on the radio Sunday. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 